Hello, Saxon. You receiving me? Loud and clear. How are you getting on? We're ready. Coordinates set. How about you? Yes, we're ready. Are you focused? Well, Doctor. Yes. Yes, I am. Computer on. How about you, Saxon? Come on, Chipper. <sighs> Give me time. My fingers are frozen. You're holding things up. <sighs> oh, I never realised a place so hot in the day could be so cold at night. Ah, that's it, isn't it? Let me look. Yes, okay, Magnus, we're all set. Computer on. Five seconds from now. Correct. Four, three, two, one. How's that? Perfect. Call you in an hour or two. Right. We'll be frozen stiff by then. Can't we go back to the aircraft? So long as you're prepared to leave it every two minutes to check the telescope coordinates haven't drifted. Oh. If you didn't want to work out in the cold, you should have asked to stay with Magnus. Oh, no, I wanted to come. You're quite right. Out here in the desert is the best way to see the sky at night. You'll never get a more glorious view of it. Not from this planet. Oh, I'm sure. If we're going to study the asteroids close up, why don't we wait until we get up there instead of standing around in the cold down here? We need to know all we can about them from every point of view. Now, is the telescope still on course? Yes. Then switch in the scanner. Okay, done. Good. Should have a good set of pictures by morning. We're here all night, then. We have to take every advantage of the viewing conditions, plot the position of every minor planet within view. Analyze its content. Surely the Space Research College has been doing that for years. Of course it has, but only from the Earth's surface. Oh, see. We're going to have to do it out in space. With limited equipment and in unfavorable conditions. So the sooner we get used to it, the better. Saturn? Yes, Saturn. Something odd. Oh? Another body has appeared right alongside our object. Eh? Just came into view. Out of the way, Chipper. I don't see it. How long's it been there? About 30 seconds, growing brighter. Could be an asteroid with great eccentricity of orbit. Ludwig, can you check its height? Doing it. How close to Ceres is it? Stand by for a shock. What? The point of light is less than 20 miles high. It's nowhere near Ceres, just happens to be in the same line of sight. What's its speed? A couple of hundred, no more. Keep track of it. What about the scanning project? We'll resume that later. Height, about 5,000. It's still bright, still coming this way. Where is it now? About to pass overhead. It must be on fire. It's here. Space Force, an intergalactic adventure by Charles Chilton, starring Barry Foster, Nigel Stock, Nicky Henson. Antonio Sober. Episode 1 The Return of the Sun God. Straight over it. What direction? Heading for you. You can expect to see it in an hour or so. What was it? I couldn't make up anything. I was nearly blinded. Me too. Must be a meteor of a colossal size. Call us when it comes your way. Of course. Keep recording, I'll give a description of what I see. Saxon, look, that must be it, see it? Hello, Magnus, it's here. Receiving you. Estimated height, uh, thousand. Speed very fast and so bright, I can't bear to look. Passed over, heading westward. What did it mean, you Whatever it is, it's going to make a damn big hole. Did it land? No, just passed over the horizon. 
very low. Then you'll hear the explosion soon. It's gone. Funny, didn't hear it crash. Maybe it's still travelling. Couldn't have gone far. We'll take the aircraft and track it down. Report to you later. Right. Dismantle the telescope, Chipper. Just a minute. I can't see anything for all these coloured lights. Barry here. Commander Saxon Barry? Yes. This is police headquarters, Cairo. Ah, yes. Any news? I'm afraid not. Many reported seeing the object, but once it had crossed the river and headed out into the desert, it disappeared. Not quite. We were 200 miles west of the river and saw it plain as day. It passed right over our heads. Then that was the last sighting. It crossed the horizon and continued westward. Surely somebody in that area must have seen it. Nobody lives in that area. It's too barren. A camel couldn't live there. But an object as bright as that, somebody must have we seen... We have searched the area, Commander Berry. Official opinion is that the object was a large fireball. It must have evaporated before it reached the ground and left no trace. Nonsense. Commander A Barry... meteorite that size was bound to leave a trace of something. Scattered bits of stone, scorch marks, something. Nothing has been found. Well, then you haven't been thorough enough. I... Have... I know exactly the course it took. I shall organize a private search. Very well. If you find anything, we would need to be informed. If I find anything, you'll be the first to know. Thank you. Good day. Goodbye. Private search. We're due back in London in three days. Plenty of time, Magnus. But the authorities have recalled all their aircraft. We'll go on our own. If you say so. Just the two of us. Yes. You won't need a communications officer. Don't think so, Chipper. You and Lodric, take some time off. Relax. See the sights. What do you say, Lodric? I say yes. And I know exactly what. (laughs) The belly dancers. No. The pyramids. Oh, all cultured all of a sudden. I want to go inside. I didn't know you could. Oh, yes, Chipper. Organised tours of the inside of the Giza Pyramid go on all day. Well worth going, in my opinion. Well, what about it? Well, I'll come to the Pyramid today if you'll come into town with me tonight. That's what you want. You can take the small truck. Magnus and I'll see you back here. And don't make it late. We need you fit for takeoff next week. Don't worry. I'll call the airport. Tell them to get the aircraft ready. Tell them we'll be there within the hour. Good morning. Good morning. May I help? Uh, we'd like to go on a pyramid walk. I wondered if there were any tours of the Giza pyramids. Um, no, I am sorry. Tours for today and tomorrow are all booked up. What? Well, we're only here for two more days. Oh, sorry. How about you? Are you all booked up? Pardon? Oh, wouldn't mind doing a little tour around you. I don't care if you're not a pyramid. Chipper, can't you offer us anything? Well, uh, drive to Sakura. You may go on the Step Pyramid Walk. What? But surely visitors aren't allowed inside the Step Pyramid. That is true, but you may be lucky. How? Very special tour. Few people. Much privileged. You mean we might go inside? If guide takes you, yes. Tell him I send you. What's your name, then? No, Fred. And, uh, when do you finish? Come on, Chipper. Thank you for your help. Uh, yeah. Everybody, keep close together. Keep your lights on all the time. Now, please, follow me. We begin by proceeding down the passage. Well. This is the bit you've been looking forward to. 
A tour inside a pyramid? I enjoyed the outside, didn't you? Oh, yes. I didn't expect it all to be rebuilt. I thought it would be a ruin. Oh, no, not these days. The policy of the Egyptian Department of Antiquities is to reconstruct everything. I, I couldn't quite understand about King um, Do, uh, Dozer. Joser. Uh, Joser. Uh, dashing around the Heb... What do you call it? Heb said court. What was he supposed to be doing? Proving his everlasting youthfulness and virility. He had to do it after reigning 30 years, and every few years after that. A kind of a jubilee ceremony. <laughs> I can think of better ways to prove my virility. <laughs> oh, don't let Slag behind. We'll miss all the interesting bits. The guy seems to be in a great hurry, I must say. Like he's keen to get it over with. All the more reason to keep up. Yep. Hang on, Lodric, look at this. We can't stop. We're miles behind as it is. Oh, look, look. That painting on the wall. Eh? A dancing girl. No, wait. It's just like the girl from the tourist office. <laughs> the one we saw this morning. Exactly like her. Except she wasn't wearing a topless see-through nightdress then. That's ceremonial dress. Worn by ladies of the upper classes. Blimey, what do the lower classes wear? Hardly anything. Like these slave girls. A beaded belt and a necklace. <laughs> so I see. Aren't the colours remarkable? Huh? Oh, yeah, the colours. <laughs> After all these years, God as new. You know something? What? I've never seen this painting before. Well, how could you? I mean, a, a copy of it. In a book or on the wall of a museum. Maybe you missed it. Oh, I'd never have let a scene like that slip by unnoticed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised. But what's the point of the picture? I mean, it was never intended to be seen by anybody, was it? Normally it would be black as pitch in here. Well, it symbolises some ceremony. It may be part of the funeral procession down to the burial chamber. Hey, listen. What? Nothing. That's the trouble. We got left behind. Well, they can't be far. And we'll soon catch them up. It can't be this way. We should have overtaken them by now. Stand still. Be quiet. Listen. Keep close together. Keep your lights on all the time. I can hear him. So can I. Down here. He's much fainter. But still ahead. Listen once more. Oh, I can't hear anything. Shh. No. No, nothing. Well, we can't stay here. We might get shut in. But let's not panic. All we have to do is retrace our steps and we'll come to the entrance. Well, come on, then. I'm beginning to get the creeps. Look, back to the painting of no fret. We can get our bearings from there. Right. But this is a hall of columns. We haven't been this way before. More of a corridor. It must lead somewhere. There's an opening at the far end. Oh, look at that. Completely covered with blue tiles. Made to look like coloured matting. Why? That's what the Pharaoh's palace walls were lined with. It makes him feel at home when he walks this way. You mean, he still walks about? The ancients thought his spirit did. Well, how long has he been dead? Four thousand years. More. Well, he should have settled down by now. <laughs> Let's try that door there. Uh, no, it's no good. It won't open. It's false. Hey? The Egyptians built dozens of them, hoping to fool tomb robbers, stop them getting in. But we want to get out. Hang on. Ah, this one opens. It'll be the only one. Oh, look at that. Complete art gallery, shut away in perpetual night. 
And what's all this um, furniture, all those statues and files? It look a bed. This is how it would have looked after the king had been laid in it. All those bits and pieces are to help him enjoy his stay in the next world. Doesn't seem to have used any of it. Listen, the burial chamber must be near. Try to find it. Try all the doors. I'll try that big stone cupboard in the corner. I'll try the doors along this wall. One of them should be real. Oh! Kipper! Somebody in there! Don't be stupid. There is! He looked straight at me! How could you see anybody when you didn't open the door? There's two holes at the top. I, sh- I, sh- I shone the torch in. What? Ah, yes. It's a statue. Of whoever's buried here, probably. Why keep a statue in a stone cupboard? He represents the dead noble. Unusual for a shrine to be kept in a tomb, I must say. Where, then? In one of the mortuary chapels at ground level. Food is placed before the shrine, the, the cupboard, as you call it, and the dead king partakes of it through the statue. I don't see how. And to the Egyptians, a representative statue was as good as the real thing. Now, keep close to me. Let's find the burial chamber. Ah, this is it. And there's a sarcophagus. Oh, the lid's off. Yes. But it's empty. Where do you think he's gone? To the Cairo Museum, probably. What's that? The door. It's closing. Quick, we might just squeeze them. There isn't time, it's closed. Some kind of portcullis. We've been shut in. I could have sworn we'd find some trace of that meteorite, Magnus. I don't understand it. Perhaps the police were right. Perhaps it evaporated. No, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't fit the data. Perhaps it changed course, then. How? Turbulence couldn't affect it. I don't mean turbulence. I mean deliberately changed course. But that would mean... I know. It's just a theory. What time is it? Hmm? Just after midnight. What's happened to Chipper and Lodrick? You told them to be back early. I know what's happened. Chipper's persuaded Lodrick to go to the Oasis Club to watch the belly dancing. But that closes at midnight. Yes, so they shouldn't be long. By the time I've had a shower, they'll be back. I've rung the club. They haven't been there. And the Giza Pyramid closed at six. Did they actually go to the pyramid? Well, it's too late to check now. We'd better ring the police. Oh, give them a bit longer. You know Chipper. He's probably found another place. While we're sitting here worrying, they're in some Egyptian pleasure house having a good time. (laughs) What are you thinking, Chipper? I'm thinking, why am I sitting here in a damp 4,000-year-old tomb when I could be in the Casbah watching the dancing girls? (sighs) What time is it? Almost 1 a.m. I'm trying to get some sleep. Sleep? I'm so scared I can't stop shaking. There's nothing here can harm us. Oh, yeah. Lodric, listen. Can you hear it? Yes. Put the light on. There. It stopped. Must have been the wind. There's no wind down here. It came from the shrine. The shrine? Yes. Let's investigate. What? We're going to open it. If we can. Oh! Come on, Chipper. It's only a statue. I hope so. There's nothing else in here. Oh, oh no! Good God, what's that? Hear you. to the voice of Miriam. The shrine. It's coming from the shrine. 
Who are you? Keeper of the sunboat of the great god Ray. This is something to amuse the tourists. It's just a tape. You are of the expedition to Ceres. That's no tape. He knows who we are. Answer. Yes. Then you are the one that knows the mystery of the power of the sunboats. What? I'm a space engineer. You are the one. The one what? To the right of this shrine is a door. It's false. I tried it. Above it is a metal bar. Yes, look. There. Insert it into the slot by the door. There, done. Go. I'll hold the torch. <laughs> Open. Now what? Go through to the passage outside. Follow the gallery down. And then? And then? Marianka, can you hear me? He meant this way. Definite slope downwards. Hello, can you hear me? Come on, he's not going to answer. The sooner we go, the sooner we'll get out. like another kind of mortuary chapel. Welcome. No fret. Come from the pyramid walks. Walks undressed up. <laughs> Told you. That's the ceremonial dress. Come. We must prepare for the funeral ceremony of the king. What king? The king whose tomb you were in. There's no one there. The sarcophagus is empty. Yes. He is here. Where? In the boat grave, waiting for his journey to begin. Journey to where? The next world, of course. Greetings. So that's what he looks like. I am Miriamco, keeper of the sunboat of the great god Ray. You look just like the guide. And the others, they look just like the people you were showing round. You see us as we truly are. But what are you? Chipper, look. Look over there. An ancient boat. Egyptian. In perfect condition. It is the royal sun boat. It does not float on water. It sails across the sky. Look, could you hang on, Chipper? You did say sails across the sky. Yeah. When your boat flies, does it give off a bright light? As bright as the sun. And when did your boat make its last trip? Two nights ago. I thought so. That was the fireball everyone's looking for. But now, it has lost its power. That is why we brought you here. You see, we need your help. Our help? You understand the magic. Which makes the sunboat fly. Magic? Me? Look, we're just down-to-earth astronauts. We don't know anything about magic. Your companion, he knows. The power of the sunboat is no mystery to him. No, no. I'm a practical astronautical engineer. Don't deal in mysteries. You will look at our boat, make it 
fly again. That thing? Please, come on board. Just look. Well, get us out of here any quicker. Thank you. Please remove your shoes. This is a holy place. Sorry. I don't understand these mechanisms. I don't know how anything functions, so I cannot tell if anything is wrong. And even if I could, I wouldn't know how to put it right. You cannot help us? No. I see. We thank you for your efforts. You may depart this place. You mean we can go? Yes. And may the guards go with you. Way, she said. What were they doing all dressed up like that? Nofrit and Marianki. They were attending a funeral. A funeral? Of that fellow from the tomb upstairs. How'd you know? He was on board the boat in the deck house. Or at least his coffin was, and I presume he was in it. Well, and the boat would fly? Probably. The coffin rested on what looked like a sarcophagus, but inside was some kind of power pack, a heat pile. Oh. I don't know what to call it, but it was very hot. And probably hadn't cooled down since it was last used. How it worked, I've no idea, nor what was wrong with it. It's all very strange. I expect Saxon and Magnus will be able to throw some light on it. Especially Magnus. He's really into ancient Egyptians. I'm not sure these people are Egyptians. What? I think they might have been ancient before even Egypt was ancient. Well, the fact is... I find it hard to believe. Yes, I know it sounds... Guides have been working inside that pyramid for years. Yes, They've they never come across anything such as you've described. Didn't they explore the hole we came out of? Yes, on the cliff above the river. Didn't lead anywhere. After a few yards, they came up against a wall of solid rock. But what about the agency? The girl has sent us down there. Nofrit. Yeah, there's no one at the agency by any such name. And they don't organise any visits inside the step pyramid. Then what about the boat? The kind of boat you describe is three or four times longer than any known ancient Egyptian craft. Boat graves that could hold so large a vessel don't exist. It would have to be a grave of colossal proportions. It was. Was it roofed over? Yes, but the ceiling was painted to represent the sky. G groups of stars in recognisable constellations. What was the motive power of this ancient flying boat? Solar power, I suspect. Why? Well, because of the power pack and the steering oars. Where did they come in? Well, I think they were solar power panels that convert solar energy into motive power. <sighs> Only something had gone wrong, and they weren't working. If such a vessel exists, the authorities will find it. If you'd only let us go back, then I'm sure We're we... not letting you out of our sight again tomorrow we leave for England. I'm not risking nearly two years' hard work and training by allowing you to lose yourselves again. But all we need is to show where we found the painting oh, and lost no, the guide, no, and from there it's a... No, famous... no, you've told them enough. You've got more important things to do. This is the log of Magnus Carter. Space Force is on an expedition to the asteroids by way of Mars. A landing will be made on Mars, where a working base will be established. Various exploratory expeditions will then be launched, first to the larger asteroids and then the smaller, to ascertain their mineral content and how it may be extracted. At the same time, a space platform using the latest Hayden Howell system will be put into operation as a permanent space laboratory. 
Accompanying Space Force on this journey would be another large space vessel carrying the working crews of the Mars base and space platform, and a cargo vessel carrying the parts from which the base and the platform will be built. The takeoff of our momentous flight was perfect. The ships leaving from different launching sites to rendezvous hundreds of miles above the Earth. That's it. Now in free fall. Check the ship. Right. Chipper, check the fleet. Right out. And check time of rendezvous. Then we'll switch to automatic watch and have something to eat. Hmm. Well, that was good. Let's have some coffee, Ludwig. Hang up. Oh, no. See to it, Chipper. Hello, trader number one. We wish to pass a report. What now? We're in the middle of our dinner. Situation is urgent. Oh, well, in that case, I'll just switch on the recorder. Right. Where you go. I don't know what it's about, usual panic, you know that lot. Report number one. <coughs> Text is as follows. Beg to report stowaways aboard freight craft. Repeat. What Beg was to that? I thought they reported stowaways. Here, let me talk to them. Hello, freighter number one, commander here. Repeat your message, please. Beg to report stowaways aboard freight craft. How many, for Pete's sake? Two. Where did they stow away? In number three hold, the airtight one. Oh, might have been killed. Have they any spacesuits? No, neither of them. Well, they're really asking for trouble. Who are they? They claim to be Kemetians. What? Kemetians. People from Kemet. Where's that? Never heard of it. Have you? Yes, I have. What? Have you? Where is it? Kemet is the ancient name for Egypt. Ancient Egypt? How could stowaways possibly come from there? Hello, Freda One. Receiving you. I'll have to come over to interrogate the stowaways. Very good, sir. Meanwhile, keep them under strict surveillance. Magnus, you better come over too. Get your suit on. Very well. Hello, Freighter One. Lodric Sincere, flight engineer calling. Receiving you. Would you mind asking the stowaways their names? Already done that. What are they? Just as I thought. In that episode of Space Force, Saxon was played by Barry Foster, Magnus by Nigel Stock, Chipper by Nicky Henson, and Loderick by Tony Osoba, with Wendy Murray, Willoughby Goddard, Bernard Brown, and Mia Soterio. Space Force was written by Charles Chilton and produced by Paul Mayhew Archer. Thank you.